Hello there, and welcome to Vendi Life. My name is Blake, and I am the media lead for Vendi, but I'm also a vendor on the platform itself. I also know a thing or two about cars, and that's why I'm here today. Hello, I am Sarah. I am a content creator and a partner with Vendi, and I'm here to help out with all creative things, including the podcast, which I'm super excited to be joining Blake to provide a little bit more lifestyle content, as I know absolutely nothing about cars and I am slowly learning more about cars, but I would call myself a little bit of a amateur at best, probably. So we will chat about all different things, all different topics on this podcast, but Vendi is the platform for buying, selling, and trading cars that you guys need to know about. So we'll definitely talk about cars as we go. Uh, do you wanna talk about the actual platform of Vendi? Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um First, Vendi is a people-first automotive marketplace. That is the main thing. It's uh, the, the, we're, we're humans, right? It, it's a, we're not some big, massive corporation. We like to keep faces. We like to make sure we are as people-first as possible. Um, and in that regard, um, we have a, an online marketplace where you can go and buy, sell, trade, or consign your vehicle. Um, it's available on the app, the Vendi app, or Vendi.com. Um, there, it's not traditional in the sense of working uh, with a dealership, but you can get financed directly through the app. You can chat with a certified vendor who you automatically get connected with when you go to purchase or sell a vehicle, and a vendor is an OMVIC certified uh, automotive representative. Um, so everything's covered. And the best thing about it is the delivery process. Like mm -hmm. once you've picked your vehicle, got financed, chatted with your vendor and everything's done, you've signed your bill of sale online, we actually deliver the vehicle right to your house, safetyed, licensed in your name, ready to go, we hand you the keys and you are all set. It is really a streamlined process and really, uh, you know, it's it's the 21st century. Yeah. So. <laughs> and the other aspects I love personally are that you have a 10 day test drive guarantee. Absolutely. You get all your money back if you don't like the car. Absolutely. And we also have a little bit of a eco-conscious element to the company. So for every transaction that's successfully completed through the platform, we'll plant a hundred trees and that's going to go a long way to reducing our carbon footprint and uh, counteracting CO2 emissions. So we are very psyched about that for sure. Oh yeah, it's eco-friendly as we can possibly be. Yeah, so we've successfully plugged the platform now. <laughs> you should be already download downloading it on your phone if you haven't yet. Um, but I guess we're going to talk about some more cars today because what else would Blake be here for? That's exactly right. Yeah. What are, um, we, what are we talking about, Blake? <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little intro here. Oh. Okay, it has been 56 years since Ford unveiled the Bronco in 1966. And the name is still as strong as ever after yeah. they decided to bring it back in 2018 as a concept and officially production in 2021. They're madly popular. You see them everywhere now. You see the Bronco sports. People love them. Even yeah. if you weren't a fan of them in the past, you're a fan of them now because they're four by four, they're big, they're boxy. It's what everybody wants from, from a toy, right? But that being said, something was always missing, something that car guys wanted to see. Um, the issue with the Bronco is that they didn't look as much like an original Bronco as it could until now. Ooh, so I'm intrigued. Ford has just recently unveiled the Heritage Bronco lineup for, I believe, 2023 or 2024. Um, and basically what the Heritage Bronco is is it's, a, it's an homage right back to the 1966 Bronco in the way of you can order it with um, white trim, white wheels, um, custom upholstered seats, 
um, white roof. Like it, it looks just like an original Bronco, which is amazing because to, for, for a company to actually pay heritage to itself like that doesn't happen that often in terms of actually rebranding your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about it is the heritage edition is only going to be probably, I think it, it was two or $3,000 above MSRP anyway. So it's just another option you add on the vehicle, but you get something that's going to be probably a little bit more special that I doubt they'll make for that long. If I had to guess, it's probably going to be a one or two year off yeah. thing and then over with. Do you have a photo I can see for reference? Because I have a very hard time visualizing what Blake is talking about. But it sounds exciting. It definitely sounds exciting. Absolutely. Here's the photo. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> so, um, so that's... Uh, Wait, is it... Okay. What? Nothing. Um, but, uh, so the Bronco Sport Heritage, um, edition, the Bronco Sport, sorry. Yeah. Bronco Sport Heritage Edition will begin at $34,000 USD. Um, 34000 Okay. USD. So, you know, that's like 600000 Canadian, but, um, either way, um, the Sport is a good looking vehicle. It's a good kind of smaller SUV if you don't want to go for the full size Bronco. Um, and then the actual Bronco itself, Heritage Edition, will begin at 44000 USD. And there will also be a, a Bronco Heritage Limited Edition that will start somewhere closer to fifty or 45000 USD or 46000 So it's, uh, it's definitely unique. And for that, not only did they bring back the color trim, like the white trim, but they also brought back some of their uh, Heritage colors, which a lot of car manufacturers seem to be doing right now. But they brought back like uh, pastel colors, like uh, robin's egg blue and yellowstone metallic, which is what I showed you there. Um, the red, those, blue, and yeah, those yellow. those lighter oh. kind of pastel ish. I like those. They're oh yeah, they're they're nice. beautiful colors, and I think honestly they're going to look great on. I mean, not only just Broncos, but yeah. I think people will be taking those colors and putting them on other vehicles as well because those like pastel colors, that yeah. pastel yellow, like I love that. No, I, love, I do those too. Those colors are fantastic. So. You might not know the answer to this, but if you were to buy a 19, did you say 1966? Yeah. Or a preceding year, but a vintage Bronco, how much would you pay for it? The Bronco market, especially those original ones, like the first generation are ridiculously valuable. I mean, it's, it is really hard to say, um, but... What's your guess? Your best guess? I would say if you're going to buy like a, like a project one, you'd probably be somewhere in the... Sixteen to twenty thousand dollars for a project. What does and that mean? It's like basically un, it's, uh, unusable. You have to fix it all. Exactly, up. you have yeah, to fix yeah. it. Like you're okay. buying it probably, you know, like with rust and no paint, right? And you got to do, you got to restore it. Right? You got to go through it, new interior, drivetrain, paint, okay. like make it. You know, so if you buy one a project for say sixteen to twenty, you put another, I don't know, thirty to forty thousand into it. You know, so you're somewhere maybe in the fifty, sixty, seventy range for an original. Or you could just go buy a brand new one off the lot if you can get them um, for you know forty five thousand mm. US. But it's not the same thing, right? Like personally, I'd prefer a, a classic one, but yeah. I'll take what I can get, and I think a lot of people will too. Have you ever <laughs> so. driven a classic Bronco? No, that is, is it your dream? Well, <laughs> I would love to own one, um, and I think I just they're great beach vehicles right because you can like take the roof off, roof off and they're oh, all open so yeah, like yeah. it's very you know it's a great beach weekender toy yeah. so cool i'd be very thrilled with a new or old one but old would be my preference very cool yeah but it's uh you know on on that kind of note though so classic vehicles and used vehicles in general um are up period the the market is hot it has been 
since the beginning of COVID, um, which makes um, Vendi such a unique platform in that sense, where if you need to buy a vehicle, um, but you don't um, can't afford one from a dealership or you don't uh, particularly feel comfortable dealing directly in a dealership, um, like I mentioned earlier, Vendi offers that financing right directly through the app. So it gives you an opportunity to finance vehicles you wouldn't traditionally get the opportunity to finance. Yeah. So while these prices are so high, going on a platform like this and financing potentially a vehicle that's a way better deal because it's an algorithm that sets it, not a dealer. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not a person setting the price however they want it. It's an algorithm just basically setting the best price possible. So you get the best deal, the seller gets the best deal, and you can finance something that might be kind of special yeah. to you. Yeah, and everyone's in very diff- different financial situations since COVID. Some people are in a better situation. Some people are in a worse situation. Um, and one drastic change, at least I've noticed since COVID, just in life in general in society, is how people do not want to go to places in person and talk to people 100%. in person. We've all become hermits. We've all become very introverted, which is totally fine. We want things delivered to our door. We want to do things from the comfort of our own phone. And I'm the exact same way. I still go to coffee shops and stuff to get my daily dose of socialization, but I'm all about this efficient, convenient lifestyle that the world has turned into. And so I'm just curious, since you're the car guy, Mm -hmm. in what ways do you think COVID has affected the car world and car dealerships and all of that stuff? Well, besides the actual price hike, which like I quick I, I looked it up and like it's actually a thirty-four and a half percent rise in the average used car price from the beginning of twenty twenty to the beginning of twenty twenty two. For used cars, yeah. Yeah, for used okay. cars. So a thirty-four and a half percent increase in the co- and the price of a used vehicle is massive. Yeah. For right? Sure. We're like we're yeah, that's that's huge. And for the average person, that's undoable. You know what I mean? Like buying a twenty seven thousand dollar used vehicle versus a forty thousand dollar used vehicle is like a big difference. That's a huge difference, yeah. especially with interest rates climbing, right? It's, it's, it is tough. Um, but besides the, the price aspect of things, the biggest change that COVID, COVID has made to the automotive world is that we, there's, we can't get vehicles. Nobody can get vehicles. Like there are still, you'll, I'm sure you've seen this, there's lots of lots out there that still don't have anything on them, right? The good thing about that are not necessarily the good thing, but that's also that's the reason that used car prices have been driven up, right? Because no new vehicles are available, so people can price used cars. And why is want. there like a jam in the pipeline? Is it a manufacturing issue, or just they don't have enough manpower? It's it is a manufacturing issue per right. se. It was a it was a chip shortage, so like the microchips for the computers and right, the vehicles, right? Right. Um, they're in everything. They're in microwaves, cell phones, TVs, and of course, microwave cell phones and TVs took priority over cars. And there was actually, at least to my knowledge, there was only two companies in the world that produced these chips. Mm. And at the beginning of COVID, it was just bad timing. COVID actually didn't really have anything to do with it. It just didn't help it. Right. At the beginning of COVID, one of the factories, um, one of the two factories in the world that makes these is burnt down. So there's only one oh. company in the world producing these chips. Oh, this is fascinating. I didn't know this. Yeah. So that's that's for the whole world. So the whole world is relying on this one company to Where produce chips. Where are they chips. from? Where are they based? Do you I know? think it's a China-based company. Right. Okay. If I, I'm pretty sure, at least. Um, so that was, but then you take that and then you take COVID shipping delays, you know, and lockdowns and dealers just couldn't get anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And people like, even like dealerships were closed, like during that first lockdown, like dealerships actually closed their doors for months and months and months on end. Right. Like the vehicle you had, 
is the vehicle you have. Period. I guess it would be considered like a non-essential, wouldn't it? Or I, does it? Is it on the line somewhere? Because I, I guess think, everyone needs cars, but do you necessarily need a brand new car? Like I don't know. I think during the first lockdown, it was deemed non-essential, but I think the second one they allowed them to be open, but it was appointment only. And yeah, they did that with a lot of different businesses. Yeah. I think yeah. But that's uh, like, and the thing about it too, and the used market has been so hot that there are currently more used vehicles posted for sale online right now than ever before. Yeah. Period. Because people are still realizing that they can get the most money for their vehicle right now. So if they wanted to get into a new one or a different one, right? Like your vehicle right now is worth more money than it ever has been. Yeah. Period. But that's also why, um, that's what makes Vendi unique is that you can still, you can literally come on and trade your vehicle vehicle directly through the app without ever going to a dealership or without even having to look for a certain vehicle at a dealer. Like if you know that you want a 2020 Camaro, but no dealer on the planet has one, if there's one on the Vendi app, you just go on and you submit a trade application and you can trade your vehicle in for that, right. even though it belongs to somebody else. Yeah. So like you're not buying from a dealer, you're buying from just another person who wanted to switch up their car. You basically have all of the same options that you would have through a dealership. It's just simplified Mm -hmm. and takes out a lot of the middleman and takes out a lot of the intimidation potentially of going to a traditional dealership. But you still can trade, you can list, you can sell, you can consign. Like there's so many options and we can accommodate people to the best of our abilities to make their experience what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so definitely worth checking out if you have a used car potentially that you have been thinking of getting rid of or maybe getting a new one and you're like Blake is telling you now this is the time the mo- the this market is, the is hot the market is hot if if you were thinking about buying or selling or trading a vehicle I'd do it now and it sounds funny to say buying right now while the price is so high but interest rates are still going up okay so if you're going to buy a vehicle I'd buy it now before they climb again next month like they always do or they have been and if you're planning to sell, sell now. Prices are high, get the most for your vehicle. If you're planning to trade, even better. Because when you trade in a vehicle, whether it's through us, through a dealership, wherever, you still get tax savings on that. So not only is your vehicle worth more than it ever has been right now, but you get 13% tax savings on top of it. So trading your vehicle actually makes the most sense in getting in terms of getting the most value for yeah. your current vehicle. Yeah. Which You heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> well, you probably have heard it before, but we are reiterating that. Well, that's, you know, that's... That's the biggest thing is like the, the automotive world has just been in, up in arms since the beginning of COVID. And we're finally starting to find a sense of normalcy, but mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever be normal again. Like, well, that's like every... Well, that's everything. Fra- like faction of community, everybody, like the housing market's crazy. Yep. The price of food is crazy. Everything's insane. There's labor shortages everywhere. So it's going to take a few years, I think, for society to regulate itself, if it even can get there. But I think it's just going to become a new normal. That's completely not normal. But we'll all acclimatize to it because that's what human beings do. We adapt and we we figure it out. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, when it, when it comes to it, too, um, shopping online, right? Doing anything online, like especially from the beginning of COVID on, like it surged like a thousand percent because people couldn't actually go outside, but they still wanted to shop. They still wanted to do stuff. So everything went online. But over the last two years, people have just got used to that. Yeah. Right. People are now like, well, I've been shopping online for two years. Why would I stop shopping online now when I don't have to leave my house? Right. Or if I'm, if I'm, if you work a nine to five job and you know that by the time you're off work, 
you're not going to be able to get to the mall and get that, you know, gift that you need. You can just sit at your desk and order it and go pick it up whenever, have it delivered to yeah. work. You know what I mean? It's just... People think I'm crazy, but I would so much rather spend like an extra five bucks on delivery or whatever it be and just have it like delivered to my door. 100%. I don't have to drive somewhere. I don't have to find parking. I don't have to deal with random strangers. Like, and call me lazy, but it's just how I prefer to live my life. It's more efficient. It's more convenient. And then it gives me time to not to go to the gym or to take my dog on a walk and not have to fit in all these errands exactly. on my way home. Cause every, so Absolutely. It's the way of the future. I never really shopped online, to be honest, before COVID. I was kind of nervous. And a lot of people are nervous, especially potentially the older generation is nervous to shop online. And we can get into that on a whole other podcast about the risks potentially of not shopping safely online or not taking care of, you know, the websites you're using and everything. But anyway, I started during COVID. I got Amazon Prime. I got all Mm -hmm. the things. I started shopping online and I'm hooked and I'm never going back, to be quite honest. I don't even, I don't, can't remember the last time I went to a regular clothing store or shoe store. Um, Well, I mean, it takes, yeah, I don't know. The biggest thing about it is that it takes the guesswork out of it in the way of like, you don't have to go to three different stores to find what you're looking for when you know you can just go online and be like, I want to buy like, that you know sweatshirt with the flowers on it right and it's just there like you don't have to check out all these different stores or different places or even go you know shopping in different cities to find certain items that you're looking for when you know they're available well directly online and so to bring it back to vendi another little plug but that's sort of the purpose of a vendor i would say is that they can do a lot of that vetting for you like you would coordinate with your vendor you'd pick your vendor and we call them like your sidekick because that's essentially what they are and you say i am a i have a big family i need a safe car that can keep a lot of people and it's going to i can pack all my stuff in there when we go to the cottage whatever you explain your lifestyle and the vendor can go and find great options for you that are on the marketplace and Mm -hmm. you don't have to go theoretically from like one website to another website to another website and then like they do all of that for you and they maybe can present to you a great option and so in that sense it's super convenient that you have to do the beginning amount of work, but then they take over from there a little exactly. bit. And then that platform takes over from there and Vendi takes over from there. So it doesn't really get much easier. If you're looking for convenience and speed and to just kind of kick your feet back, then Vendi's the way to go. Well, I mean, and the thing about it too is like some people just like, like you just said, like some people don't know exactly what they're looking for in terms of a vehicle. Like I don't they might, know. Exactly. They might be like, I have a big family and that's that's all I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't know what they're looking for. They don't know anything about cars. So they don't know what's good and what's bad. Right. But another thing like too, like just going off your thing, Vendi does offer a lifestyle quiz mm-hmm. that you can literally take and fill out and it will basically try to pinpoint more direct vehicles for you. So even without having to chat with anyone yet, you can do this quiz and it just kind of tries to connect you with some certain types of vehicles that might be the best for you. Like if you're like, okay, I, I adventure a lot. I have a big family yeah, and I have a, a, a mangy dog who's always in the very back, right? Like it's going to connect you with SUVs, big SUVs, right? Mm-hmm. Or even like, you know, cap trucks, whatever, right? But it's just like all in all, it, shopping online, Vendi at all, like it's all so on the forefront of everybody's mind mm-hmm. that everyone is starting businesses now they're all online yeah you know what i mean like though i haven't i can't even remember the last time i saw an actual like new business open you know downtown because there's, e-commerce is where it's at yeah there's lots of them i just i always get a little nervous when i sure. walk by them because i'm like 
good luck to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that in a pessimistic way. It's just, it's just the world we live in now. Um, but I do, you know, people are, are out and about, even on our launch party weekend, people were downtown. It was thriving. Every time I go into a coffee shop, there's people there. So it's good to see that. But I do think certain parts of the economy are going to bounce back, like maybe restaurants or coffee oh, yeah, shops. Yeah. And certain parts, like maybe these big, massive stores where you can, like so many people are doing Instacart now, for example. Like they don't want to go walk through Walmart for an hour and like they want to just get it delivered to the door and they're willing to pay the extra $10 or whatever it costs. So who knows if we'll have these huge Walmart stores in 20 years? Like, I don't know, probably, but it could change. I mean, especially with these, you know, the upcoming generations too. I mean, we might not have these same big box stores that we grew up with because eventually they might realize too that having this overhead of a physical store when they know people shop 90% online anyway is going to change, right? So it's about innovation. And especially now that Vendi exists, there's legitimately nothing that you can't go online and buy. Mm -hmm. You want to buy groceries? Go online. You want to buy a car? Go online. You want to buy a house? Go online. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can like, there are platforms out there for you to buy a house without ever seeing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's that's the world we live in and people are doing it. People are using it. People are using Vendi. People are using these other platforms because they're so tired of dealing with the traditional mindset of having to go somewhere or having to do something. Even even students, even people looking for first cars. You know what I mean? Like they don't care to go into a dealership and they know that they don't have $10,000 cash yeah. to go buy one off you know, some other platform. Right? That, that could be a totally sketch situation anyway. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. you, you never know like... I went to go test drive some random cars off of whatever marketplace online. And I'm like, I might be murdered today. Exactly. Like you just don't know. And obviously most young women or men will bring up a friend with them or someone, but all of that hassle is, can be avoided. If Absolutely. you just choose the right platforms that are genuinely looking out for your best interests that have good reputations, good testimonies, like you just have to do a little bit of your research. But once you feel comfortable with living your life with the, I don't, I don't want to say crutch, but living your life with the help of mm-hmm. online marketplaces or apps, then you'll never look back. It's nope. just kind of finding that comfort level with these type of platforms that some people resist. I think a lot Absolutely. of people resist it. Um, but I mean, you yeah. know. But that's okay. Exactly. That's, each their own. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it sounds like a lot of rambling about online shopping and online use, but like the key point here is innovation. That's that's the skinny of it. Even talking about the Heritage Broncos or talking about buying a house online, it's all about innovation, right? Ford is innovating by bringing back their old style vehicles mm-hmm. for people, right? Because yeah. people are going to feel nostalgia. They're going to be like, I remember these or man, I really love, you know, um, my favorite TV character drives a vintage Bronco, but I can't afford $50,000 out of pocket, but I can finance a new one that looks very similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's all about innovation. And that's why some of these bigger stores in the previous years, like even before COVID, like when Toys R Us in the States um, closed its doors, it's because there was no innovation. They were stuck on the brick and mortar mindset they've been since the 50s. And unfortunately, that's what mm. closed their doors. You know, they, they weren't online based. There was basically nothing. Yeah. Right. So the biggest thing that we're trying to push here is innovation. And part of that innovation is not only being able to buy anything you want online, but it's also being your own, not even being your own boss necessarily, but like 
you can realistically like even if it's not vendy there are other ways that you can truly set your own hours at this point like 90 like the amount of people that moved online for work during COVID mm-hmm. was crazy. And most of them haven't gone back yet because they've realized they don't need to, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, it's, it's, uh, I cannot push innovation enough. And that's coming from a classic car guy and a classic rock guy who prefers everything be older anyway. Like yeah. I have a six year old phone, you know, it's like a four year old Apple watch. My laptop's five years old. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't necessarily buy a bunch of new stuff. So innovation talking, talk from me doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense, but in terms of a business standpoint and just, with the way the world is going, yeah, it's it's innovate or die. And I am more into the new lifestyle, so it's a good balance, a yep. good dynamic between the two of us. Um, but I think that's probably all we have time for today, so we'll wrap it up. But I hope you guys enjoyed that little dialogue. I think yep. we dove into some interesting topics. We'll be back next week with what we haven't decided yet. Yeah, so if you guys else. have any ideas of what you'd like to hear, if you have any questions you want to write in, if you want to know more about the platform, more about us as individuals, all good. You can just um, message us on Instagram or Facebook and we'll see it. Absolutely. And other than that, make sure you follow us. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube or whatever audio um, service you're listening to this podcast on. And thank you so much for listening to Vendi Life. We appreciate you and we'll see you next time.